station, but we're here for a real education. Welcome to A Real Education. I'm your host, Tim Wick, joined as always by my co-host, movie stalker, Melissa Kersher. Hello! And uh, we have another brand new movie novice, movie not knowing anything about person, mm -hmm. uh, which today is Suzanne Becker. Hello, Susie. Uh, hey, everybody. Hey. <laughs> novice, novice. Novice, novice. <laughs> novice, novice. It's your first time on the podcast. Mm -hmm. You probably know uh, as much about the podcast as you do about the movie. That is or we shall see. Probably <laughs> We shall see because here's the deal. Uh, we, the first thing we do on this podcast is we have our movie novice who has never seen the movie before tell us everything Jesus they know Christ. about the movie we are about oh, to watch. So nice. the movie we are about to watch is Halloween, and you need to tell us how much, what do you know, or think you know, about the movie Halloween? Um, I know the title of the movie is Halloween. Yep. Uh, that's pretty much all I know for sure. Okay. okay. Uh, what do you think you know? I think that this has Mike Myers. Ah, okay. okay. Because I incorrectly told my friend before that it had Jason in it, and he ah. laughed at me. So, nope. Okay. Um, and I know that Mike Myers has a weird plasticky mask with hair on it and wears a jumpsuit. And that is what I know of the movie. <laughs> All right. So Halloween involving somebody named Mike Myers who wears a jumpsuit. Can I assume yep. it takes place on Halloween? Hence I, I think that's absolutely it's fair. It's a reasonable, right it's a reasonable guess. Yes. It's certainly, you know, of, of the possibilities that seems like high on the list. And mm -hmm. I'm guessing that some pretty girl probably dies or almost mm. dies. All right. That's, that's a fair assumption. That's what happens in these movies. Indeed. Well, in these movies, see now you're telling us something else you think you know about the movie by saying these movies. <laughs> what what kind of movie are we talking about? Uh, old school horror flicks. Old school not, horror flicks. Not like black and white horror flicks, but hmm. you know like 80s. 80s yeah. horror flicks. All right. So All right. Uh, so what we will now do, Melissa and I mm -hmm. will offer some uh, fairly spoiler-free musings yeah. about the film. Uh, mine are going to be anyway. super spoiler-free because while I have seen the movie, it's probably been at least 30 years. So, <laughs> oh, I feel like someone um, in my court right here. <laughs> oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So I, did, I didn't feel it would be fair to ask me what I know about the movie because the answer is a lot. But uh, <laughs> I would have pretty much spoiled the whole damn movie if I had to say that. But uh, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm close to a novice myself on this film. Well, Mel Melissa, how long has it been since you've seen it? Oh, probably about a decade. It's between five and ten years, somewhere in there. Um, this is a very interesting. This is a very interesting movie to watch in retrospect um, because this is a movie. Uh, it was it was made in 1978. It is indeed of the 1970s ish. 1980s slasher genre of horror subgenre, I, I should say, and uh, it is very interesting because it is the one that set up almost all the tropes you know of the slasher genre. It's like this is this is ground zero for a lot of where all this stuff came from. I think the best way to put it is Halloween is the Hamlet of horror films. Yeah, in that when you watch Hamlet, you're like, wow, this play is filled with cliches. Well, indeed it is if you don't allow for the fact that all of the cliches originated with Hamlet. Yeah. Um, and, and it is exactly true of Ham Halloween. It is still a very effective film. I feel it's uh, it's an early John Carpenter movie. And this is when John Carpenter was at the top of his game. Uh, John Carpenter being the gentleman who made the thing oh, yeah. and uh, you know, like six or seven of the really great iconic, either action or horror movies of the seventies and eighties just had an amazing winning streak there. And uh, Halloween was uh, the one that really kind of set his career on course as an A-list director, for, or at least for genre. Yes, and uh, it stars Jamie Lee Curtis, mm -hmm. a very young Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, yeah. Uh, as well as uh, Donald Pleasance, who... Now, neither one of them, I believe, have been featured on A Real Education up to this point. Donald Pleasance has, because wasn't he in... Uh, no, wait. I don't think... No, I think you're correct. I don't think, I, I, I don't think we've done a Donald Pleasant a film with Donald Pleasant. Yeah, so I think uh, you're right. So those are those are two names that really the John Carpenter I think is the most notable name in this film. Indeed, uh, he <laughs> he is well known as a, a horror filmmaker. 
uh, arguably the best, uh, certainly American horror filmmaker. Not recently, but... Uh, but yeah, back, he, back, he had a great winning streak, and then uh, the quality of his films dropped off. Then he made Ghosts of Mars. Anyway, uh, okay, so... And we can get into that later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jamie Lee Curtis still uh, works... Uh, and has been in film and, for and not and not many just decades. in yogurt commercials. Not just in yogurt yeah. commercials. She also yeah. writes kids' books. She does. Uh, and she's married to Christopher Guest. So those are some exciting things about Jamie Lee Curtis, mm-hmm. which we'll probably discuss more later. Yeah, but this uh, is a very young Jamie Lee Curtis. Super this was young. the beginning of her career. Yes. Yeah. This is pre-trading places, which might be where a lot more people know her from. So yeah. I take it back. We did Trading Places. So this is yeah. the second time we've encountered yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis on but, this but podcast. But Donald Pleasance, still an unknown. Donald Pleasance. <laughs> so we will go see if Susie is correct that this is about Michael Myers and that he wears a jumpsuit uh, and uh, anything else that she might have might have brought up. Also, he had hair. Hair, a mask, a, <laughs> a strange mask with hair. Mask with hair. With hair. Uh, so we'll see how much of that she got right uh, when we return uh, after this important musical break. we are back. Much lurking has been done. Uh, Michael Myers has not died numerous times and uh, and still. And apparent. there's been a lot of like electric piano played in 5-4 time. Yes. Lots of 5-4 time piano. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, the movie's done. So Suze, yeah. here we are, your first time watching Halloween. Yeah. And we need to know what you thought. Um, that... That was an experience that I had. <laughs> that tells us nothing. Literally, so you could that. say that about literally anything that I happens could. in your life. I you, could. You don't I have could. to love the movie. It, you can, be, you know. I would watch. I would watch it again. Okay. Okay. Uh, it was not. I, I don't know why I didn't watch it before. Now uh, I was afraid to, and now I am not afraid <laughs> any longer. So there's that. It no longer scares you. You know it's coming. You know it's coming. Michael Myers is coming. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Indeed, you were right about Michael Myers. You were right about the mask and the tussled hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and and the, the, the outfit, the, the jumper. Or the what? jumpsuit thing. Jumpsuit thing. Yeah, indeed. Mm-hmm. Indeed. So, you is, know. It, is it true that the mask was a William Shatner mask? It is absolutely true. It was a $2 William Shatner mask that they painted white and they oh, fucked up the hair, phenomenal. and there it is. They they tried a, apparently a couple different dime store masks, and they had like a creepy clown mask. It's like, ooh, that's creepy. And then they they painted the William Shatner mask white, and they went, that is fucked up. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's how that was born. So yeah, this is a. Uh, I mean, we talked before, and we should we should get into now just the. The huge number of horror movie tropes that pretty much get defined right yeah. in this oh, film. I, I, I should note this was not the first slasher movie per se, but this is the first one of like the what you think of as slasher movies, at least as some you know somebody like me who grew up during the eighties. You know, this is kind of the mold that oh. all future slasher movies was cast in. Because yeah. I mean. Technically, I think the the slasher movie was kind of born with Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho, which came oh. like twelve years prior to this. That is a great right. movie. Yeah, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And there's and, a link. There's there a, link, a link, but we'll get into that maybe a little later. Well, no, I, th- I think that right. it's fair right now because right. because in Psycho, the woman, the first woman who is killed, is Janet Lee, the the actress Janet Lee, and her daughter is Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. So there's that link there. Both Very intentional. <laughs> this was Jamie Lee Curtis's oh, first role. She didn't die, though. Yeah, she didn't no. die. Her mother died. Jamie mother Lee died. Curtis did not die. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, uh, but, you know, beyond that, you know, after Psycho, there was a whole bunch of uh, Giallo films coming out of Europe. And so you had um, out of Spain and out of uh, Italy, kind of these 
mysterious killer movies and Black Christmas was a Canadian movie that came over here that was very successful was it directed by the same man who made a Christmas story that's right yeah that's right he also made a movie called uh, children shouldn't play with dead things which I think is a great title yeah but uh can so, porkies didn't he make porkies I, as well? I can't I remember anyway, and, uh, maybe is, I'm mashing people the together the point is he had, he had a thing for Christmas but yeah. some very different weird messed up things for Christmas yeah but but this is the movie where it's the teenagers having sex get killed <laughs> the unstoppable killer he, he just won't die he just keeps yeah. coming back and coming back that's where this that whole thing came from this right here um, lack of physics. A lack of physics. Well, you know, to be fair, the that's... body with the one knife through the stomach. His no, that's well, not... you know, maybe if you catch him right under the rib cage, but no. you know, you'd have to dodge the spine. You'd... Yeah, and, and he, he also have to get it fl- buried deeply into the the door behind oh, the wood right. behind right. him. But there wasn't and that it much. It doesn't seem like there. he has no. that much much of a much leverage to really be able to get the knife driven that far. Except we're talking about some sort of weird supernatural killer and that mm-hmm. that's kind of another thing is like Michael Myers is is He's a, not human yeah. I mean Donald Pleasance's character is, is saying well, nearly as much Donald Pleasance is essentially Van Helsing He's he's uh, the the Van Helsing character from Dracula. I mean, he's the the guy who is the expert in the evil thing that ah. he is stalking and uh, whatever he is stalking is the embodiment of evil. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah, I actually love when they're like, well, how did he learn how to drive a car? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> what does that matter? He knows how to fucking drive a car. Yeah. Just just let's not worry about the stupid little stuff and worry about the embodiment of evil that's now marching through uh, the fictional town of what, Hattiesburg. Is it Hattiesburg? Yeah, uh, something like that. Yeah. And uh, I I think in one of the later sequels of Halloween, because this thing has had about 18,000 sequels by now, um, it actually explains that Michael Myers ex- learned how to drive a car by watching Loomis. Like, he had a lot of time to spend in the back seat of the car watching oh. Loomis drive. So that's the kind of retroactive continuity that was introduced many movies later. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So there's there's that trope. There's... I mean, I don't know how much, and I haven't seen like uh, Black Christmas, so yeah. I don't know if there's the the, the that trope of of kind of the the moment that you think, all right, well, the serial killer's not here, and then he comes out of the door, or he's he's hiding in the closet, and the face comes out. I mean, all that is stuff that. Well, that yeah, I, jump scares have been you know sure, tried I mean, and true scares, since the '30s. And jump scares 20s. have been around, but those yeah. particular kinds of jump scares, yeah. Yeah. Um, which are really common to the the, sla- the 80 slasher films. Well, there's a certain style that Carpenter has with with scares like that, though. I mean, especially, I mean, my favorite one is the one where uh, Laurie is kind of in forefront and frame, and there's this blackness behind her, and the, the light slowly fades up and reveals that Michael Myers is standing there, mm-hmm. just that white mask. And it's just that, that kind of slow burn jump scare. Right. Uh, which is it, not quite a jump scare, but kind of yes, kind of no. It's a surprise, but it, it's nice. I like that one. I, it's like, uh, that's really nice direction. <laughs> <laughs> um, the great thing about this movie, one of many great things about this movie, is it's it was cheap to make. This was a low low budget movie it looks great because about half of their budget was paying for the cameras so they could have that great wide screen and really nice clean look to the film and uh they they paid extra for um got i think it was called the uh, panaglide cameras so you had this really nice smooth kind of handheld quality but it wasn't jittery mm. so it looked fairly professional just because the the film was good the cameras were good you know nice widescreen format but everything else was cheap 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 <laughs> yeah, they definitely did not pay for blood they did not pay for blood because there is hardly any blood right there, yeah there's there is almost no gore you see more gore just on Lori's hand than anywhere else in the movie which is i think kind of remarkable yeah uh i think the well and it, it's it's one of those it it's interesting. This film comes out in '78. Jaws is '77. Yeah. And both of them are more about the anticipation of, of, 
what's going to happen than yeah. the the event itself. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 notable that that what he's doing is is almost anti gore. It's like you know the gore mm-hmm. isn't even important. Yeah. Um, what's important is is creating that sense of dread, that sense of danger, that sense that these characters are always in trouble. That there's always Michael Myers around a corner and you just mm-hmm. don't know which one um, and they don't even know he's there mm-hmm. so you as the audience member are kind of being brought in as the as the the voyeur the the individual who knows well, as, as Hitchcock would say the individual who knows there's a bomb under the table right and and, and, the, the and film, then you spend the next five minutes worrying about the bomb under the table even though none of the other characters yeah no there's a bomb under like, the Jesus table. Christ this fucking bomb under the table would somebody <laughs> look under the table <laughs> just look under the table and they yeah, don't don't drop that knife he's going to come back alive right uh. well it, and there you know after she drops the knife the first time i just don't understand why she drops it a second yeah time. or sits with her back to the body i mean ever. Every, like ugh. yeah i don't yeah, know ever yeah <laughs> again with the lights out Please, God, if anyone is ever chasing you with a knife, leave the lights on. Don't, mm-hmm. don't, you know. And who, I'm sorry, she lost the ability to turn the doorknobs that. Oh, yeah. That I found a bit humorous. I, I, I and then the, I saw the, the uh, break, but. I, I love the the myriad scenes where she's trying to go through a door. It's like, there's a window right yeah. there. That's Just, how we got in, actually. That's, Just it, a window. Or that entire door is a window. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we were yelling at the screen by the end. Although we accept, well, the- and yelling at the screen is another one of those tropes that, that seems to be created for <laughs> well, this film. Although we have to understand she's under a considerable amount of emotional stress. She just saw all of her friends brutally murdered. She mm-hmm. saw them. She saw their yeah. bodies. She's got a dude chasing her. She's freaking out a little bit. That's she's fair. not She's not at full reasoning capacity. She's in fight-or-flight mode and clearly has settled on flight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I do appreciate... What she managed to do with both knitting needles yes. and a coat hanger. Yeah. The yeah. coat hanger was coat some awesome. Perfect. That is some bullseye. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that, that that was perfect. Damn, that was good. That was great. <laughs> right in the eyes. Yeah. It cool. still didn't kill him. No, no. Because, uh, you know. Well, he got shot how many times? And that clearly did not. And then fell off the second star of a building. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that clearly didn't kill him. Or did it? No, I haven't I, seen the. T- I love <laughs> the reaction that Loomis has when he goes to the balcony. It's like, yep, he fell down there. Oh, and he's gone. <sighs> yep. That's what I thought would happen because those That's motherfuckers it. let him escape. Yep. yep. Damn it. <laughs> I still want to know how he got out. I, I want to see something about how he got out of the insane asylum. Like, let's I, do a prequel. It does, in the Rob oh, there Zombie, are prequels. Are there? Plenty, yeah, there. there in the are Rob Zombie one, doesn't he? I mean, I think he goes into a lot of that in the Rob Zombie one, which yeah, I've not watched. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> have you watched <laughs> you it? Watched have it you watched the Rob Zombie <laughs> Halloween? Yeah, I, I kind of half watched it. I wasn't half watched, and it. it was a long time ago, and I don't remember much of it. I'm, I am great. so lukewarm on. I'm not even warm on <laughs> Rob Zombie's direction. <laughs> <laughs> Fine musician shouldn't be directing movies. Anyway, he, he's a lot. Well, he doesn't listen to this. He's a, <laughs> he's a lot more interested in the gore aspect of it, and that's that's well, I think a modern. Yeah, uh, well, it it I th- I think he well this is kind of going far well kind of far afield, but uh, Rob Zombie's problem is he he apes the stylistic. Uh, trappings of the movies that he loves without understanding how to use them. Nah. So it's it's all style and no substance. So eh. he's not telling a he's not telling a story. Yeah, and which is an interesting way to link back to John Carpenter here because you know clearly John Carpenter, especially this early in the career, he is uh, he loves these old style horror films. Yeah, and, and he's he is referencing left and right. You know there. You see Forbidden Planet on the TV. You see the thing from another planet. You see, uh, you know, all these kids are just engrossed in the Halloween movie lineup, and they love this. They don't stuff even seem interested in trick or treating. It's, yeah. it's amazing for a, for a movie yeah. set on Halloween. All the the kids seem were. really uninterested in getting candy. Well, they yeah. were going to get popcorn, and then death. That was some pretty elaborate 
popcorn. That was. <laughs> I wanted. I want. That was an popcorn. excuse for her to take her clothes. Off. Yeah. Oh yeah. The so tits, she could die. The tits and ass. There was a lot more tits and ass than blood in this movie. They have there. very nice yeah. tits all the way through this movie. I well, will say that. The quality seventies tits. Yeah. Very yeah. quality seventies yeah. tits. Yeah. Yeah. They. Uh, they. 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 They did a lot of work. A lot of. A lot of work on on tits in the 70s. Yeah, 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 yeah. You auditioned, you just flash, and they're like, um, no. Tits were cheap, so you went for the good ones because they weren't that much more expensive. (laughs) You're looking at my chest. (laughs) That is not, that is not a quality quality judgment on any tits present. No, no, no. uh, I'm not exactly, you know, well-endowed myself, so. Even in a John Carpenter film, I would make it through to the end because I have unimpressive tits. So, that is, I've been told that Well, it depends on the movie. There, there's absolutely no tits in the thing. I haven't seen the thing, so yeah. it's, it's, there, there are no women. In the it's thing. titless. Yes, there are no women. Oh, I don't want to see it. Yeah, so shenanigans. Okay. So while well, the computer voice is female, there you go. There, that's that's the moment. Question. Yes. The scene where he punches through the door yeah. to unlock—that's very much. Um, the Shining. Yes, thank mm-hmm. you. The Shining, mm-hmm. which was four years later. Yes. The okay. Shining. So mm-hmm. the, the Shining. The Shining. Coincidentally, we're doing that next. Dun, dear dun, listeners. Dun. Ah, oh crap! I've oh. seen that one. Oh. It means I won't be here. Um, that was that you was. Can, you can still come over and watch it. Yeah, yeah I would love to. Okay, okay that'd be silently awesome. in the corner. That would be awesome. That movie creeped my shit out. Yeah. Not even gonna lie. Yeah. But Fish. yeah, no, the punching through the door. I was like, I now I want to check my timelines to see which actually came first on that like did carpenter use that in the film because it was so effective in the shining or nope nope yeah that this the predates around, the shining so. i don't know if that's the first time that ever appeared in film um but i'd say it's probably made more possible by the 70s because that's when you started getting all the corridors <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> having never punched through a door i don't know mm, what it takes i, I have yeah. accidentally blown through a door and uh it's much easier to do the, the Holocore one. Well, I think I the, the, the biggest challenge in watching Halloween today is that so much of it is familiar. Yeah, so because much it's been it is, copied so yeah, many times. It's been, you know, and, and the as is the tendency when you're copied, the, the, the movies that have copied it have gone a lot further. You know, Friday the 13th is, is all of all about body count. I mean, it's the same kind of idea, the supernatural, yeah. the supernatural unstoppable killer. Uh, going after a bunch of horny teenagers. That's Freddy Krueger. Um, and Freddy Krueger yeah, was mid '80s. That was Nightmare oh, that's different. Oh, yeah. Nightmare on Elm oh, Street. Oh yeah, no, okay. Fred, Freddy nope, Krueger. No Freddy Krueger is. Yeah, is, there's there's a whole lineup. Which of is them. the one? Where did Johnny Depp die in the first scene? Uh, that was Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've seen that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that <laughs> made was pretty such good. An impression on we, me too. We should do that well, one at some I, point. Yeah, I think the interesting thing is that like. Even though this establishes a lot of these these cliches, these tropes uh-huh. that you're going to see in the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise and in the in the, the Friday the Thirteenth franchise, what's interesting is that we talk about Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the Thirteenth, and in both cases, the first film in the franchise is actually pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it, Nightmare on Elm Street is fantastic. Actually, it's a really well done movie. Oh. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I yeah. haven't seen all of it because uh-huh. it scared me so badly. Yeah, it's terrifying. Not, which is why I was really nervous about this because mm-hmm. this is not my type of... Mm-hmm. It's not what I grew up with. It's not what I'm used to. I'm used to things like The Ring and, right. and that kind of filmography and, and creeping, that's creeping different, out in that that's way. That's a different kind different. of horror film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, but... Whereas this is... Uh, borrowing heavily from haunted house movies, I feel like. I mean, yeah, this is. is. I mean, if you look at a good predecessor, you know, maybe Robert Wise's uh, The Haunting in the early a, '60s. Yeah. You know, that's like, you know, th- things creeping around in the dark. They not sure are there, and and just it. And I, I feel like this is almost less slasher movie and more just haunted house there's an entity after you and it's creeping in the corners and you don't quite know where it is and it's jump scares and it's it's kind of that bridge yeah it's the I, bridge the between thing, the slasher genre and the haunted house genre yeah. the only thing that's missing is the cat that goes Rawr! and leaps out of the out of nowhere oh god yes. yeah because oh, that's <laughs> there's a dog <laughs> there's a, a dog there is a dog oh and creepy death of the dog i felt bad for the implied dog and then yeah. the actual dog yeah yeah, so, or the skunk. but, I don't but know. no cats are jumping out, out of refrigerators or off of. There are no cats in this movie. No cats. 
I did not see it. <coughs> Maybe they couldn't afford cats. I don't know. They could just get one dog. Blew their budget on pumpkins. Yeah, they, yeah. their total budget on the movie was three hundred thousand dollars. Seriously? Yeah, seriously. I mean, in seventy dollars, seventies dollars, you know. So you know, like a million, yeah, yeah, but but compare compare this. Okay, three hundred thousand dollars to make this movie. It grossed U.S. forty-seven million. <whistles> An independently made film. This was not a studio-made movie. It, Mm-hmm. Oh, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. And, and this is a time. This is the seventies. Forty-seven yeah. million is a lot. It, yeah, we've that, only, that's we've only started to see blockbusters. You know, it's seventy-seven, seventy-seven, before. and seventy-six. Seventy-six is Jaws. Yeah. I, th- I think I said earlier it was seventy-seven, but no, Jaws is seventy-six. Seventy-seven is, is Star Wars. Wars. So now these are films that have grossed in the hundreds of millions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that is basically completely unheard of. Those yeah. numbers are are very strange. Halloween at forty-seven million is making a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, especially for what it costs to make. Yeah. It, th- this is um, you know adjusted for inflation. I, it, that would be about 150 million today, something like that would be the gross on it. And uh, I think still it's one of the most uh, successful Profitable. independent movies ever made. I think I read that it was yeah. the most successful, most yeah. profitable independent movie ever made. I don't yeah, know. It, it, I mean the only one I can think of that might outpace, might have outpaced it since then might have been Blair Witch Project. Blair Witch was made very cheaply. Yeah, even more cheaply than this, and it just went bonkers. And it made crazy amounts of money. Yeah. Because uh, My Big Fat Greek Wedding has made more money, but it costs more to make. Right. And that was also an independent film. Also indie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Things I don't think about while watching movies. Yeah. (laughs) These three films, interestingly, have very little to do with one another. Yeah. Um, although Blair Witch uh, is notable for having established a different type of genre. Yeah, horror. the found footage pretty much all came from that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's still with us today. But so are slasher films. For better or for worse. So are slasher films, although they're <laughs> not as as prevalent. Different yeah. different types of horror have have sort of taken their place. Yeah, slasher movies have kind of. I mean just out and out slasher movies it's like there were there there were a dime a dozen in the 80s and then they just kind of died out in the 90s when all genre I mean, seriously died it seemed out. like there was you know just about in the 80s there was there were two or three oh yeah at least slasher films that came out they, every year they were cheap as hell to make and they made money so people just cranked those fuckers yeah because you didn't have to hire any any name actors nobody right. cared they were all gonna die right um and the the main the main bad guy usually is in makeup, so you're not going to have to pay them too much. You mm-hmm. don't have to don't have to get anybody whose face is known because it doesn't matter. Once yeah. again, mm-hmm. so it it becomes and the majority of what you're spending money on is your is your gore effects. Right, and and I mean there were so it, so many of them were so repetitive. I mean I think that's what drove a lot of people away from horror in the late '80s, early '90s, is that. Um, there wasn't much horror outside of the slasher genre. I mean, there were there was a lot of good horror in the '80s, but there was just so much crap as well that I think people burnt out on it for a really long while. So. Yeah, I mean, following this yeah. film, it it becomes the the gags, the the way yeah. people die become the really important yeah factor. It's like people went to the movie to watch how they were going to kill characters that was it wasn't it wasn't about a creation of suspense you weren't you weren't really you, you were not invested in any of the characters at all and you weren't you weren't supposed to be i mean it was it was yeah. there's a, there's a you know the the establishment of the one survivor at the end of the film the final girl the final girl mm-hmm. in halloween you know this carries on well, through like the friday the 13th films well, but you even see an alien which was one year later than this. Yeah. Alien came out in 79. Seriously? Yeah. Like Sigourney Weaver? Sigourney Weaver. Oh, Alien. wow. Yeah. Although... Oh, I had no idea. That's so unlikely, different. Holy it is, crap. It is huh? unlikely Alien was influenced by this film to any major degree. Well, Dan, well, although Dan O'Bannon, you know, the guy who wrote Alien was... Uh, very much influenced by a lot of the same stuff that Carpenter was. Sure, I mean, yeah. he's, he's old school horror nerd as well. Sure, but I was just thinking and, that, that Alien and, was probably in production when Halloween was in the theaters. Yeah, because that was a fairly high-end project. Yeah. But also, uh, Alien is also modeled on a Haunted House movie. So, yeah. you know, they're both drawing from 
common influences. So, so yeah, there's Zeus is looking at me like I can't I'm watch Alien. No, that should. Oh, no. Alien's mm-hmm. alien terrifying. Alien, it is yeah. horrifying. Scary. Yeah, scary like, as fuck. Very, very, very different. It is kind of. I'm just no mm-hmm. idea those were one year apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think. Um, Alien, it's interesting you watch Alien. I don't think Alien has aged badly at all. I no, I Alien was fantastic. Is scary I'm now. shocked that it's a 70s. Aliens film. is scary now as it was when it was released. Yeah, I find the trailer for Alien, one. I, I remember being a kid in mm-hmm. the 70s. So in the 70s, I was, uh, when the Alien trailer played, it was right around the time, well, it was 78. So shortly after um, Star oh. Wars came out. You know, and I was in the theater, and I don't know what I was watching, but that Alien trailer played, and I was like, I'm never watching that movie, <laughs> never. Why? And it had such a such an impact on me. I I mm-hmm. did not watch it until like 2002, 2003, because oh, wow. I was just like, I am not going to watch that movie because the trailer just scared the shit out of did me. Did I make you watch that? Uh, n- you and Chris uh, got me to watch Aliens mm-hmm. and the Thing. But yeah. I don't think I think I'd already seen Alien at that okay. point. Okay. I think, but maybe not. Maybe 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 you were the you director. You'd be so proud of yourself yes. if that was what happened. And it's and it's <laughs> excellent. So and it's excellent. And yes, I, I you know I regret having not watched it until then. But yeah. at the same time, see, I know what's good for you too. At the same time, that trailer just really <laughs> messed me up. It, yeah, it's true. Um, it did. Alien is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Halloween, I, I don't know that it's aged quite as well. No, it, and it really hasn't, simply because of the oh. media that has come after it and has borrowed so much from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you notice things like the lack of blood. Yeah, and or, you know, just how... Okay, I don't think any of the human beings in that film knew how to make out. Yeah. I, no. Because that just looked unnatural. Yeah. <laughs> Even well, yeah. Although we commented on that we were watching. Like, what is he doing? How is that? Se- is that I sex? I don't that, know if that's sex. And again, I dated those guys, so yes, unfortunately, that was sex. That's but it true. Was not that's impressive true. sex, and she looks way too happy. Yeah, it, mm. and she's never going to live to find anything better, and that that made me sad. Yeah, but that's not the point of the movie. It, no, no, indeed, it's not. It's the um, you know teenagers have sex and therefore they die. Yeah. Although one although, of them. Although, got- uh, Carpenter has always not denied that. I mean, his approach to it was always everybody else is too distracted and therefore they die. Mm. And Laurie is the one who's alert and not being distracted by, you know, lasciviousness. Well, and the one girl, the one girl in the car has not actually had sex yet. That's true. That's true. It's she's, implied heavily that that's all she's she going about, to pick though. up her boyfriend so that they can well, get it on. Well, there's future sex. Yeah. Yeah. There's sex. There's sex on the way. <laughs> or, but I mean, sex delivery sex on the way. That's the name of the Blue be. Oyster Cult cover band. Ooh, so. yes, <laughs> sex I approve. On the way. Uh, speaking of which, no, don't fear the reaper. That, oh yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I no, that. that that car scene was actually probably one of my favorite mm-hmm. of the movie. Just yeah. that that one, I was like, oh okay, I felt the anticipation. Mm-hmm. The when she reaches down and gets the handle, and she's like, oh my keys. I'm like, oh you idiot, you're gonna die now. And I assumed it would happen. <laughs> Between the garage and the house, mm-hmm. or when she got back into the house, mm-hmm. no, no, I was fooled. He well, was it, does, it does. And I knew as soon as she opened the handle, I went, "Oh, okay, here's where he's hiding." But yeah. that whole time, uh-huh. for like that full minute where she's going back and forth, I, I was. It I was sets up that she's like, going to get that. She, it, it does this. This, you know, what what he's doing there is very cleverly setting up the idea that she's going to get attacked, and right about the moment that you're like, "Oh, I guess it's going to happen later." That's because they've done it already. They've they've had her in the laundry room, and we've had him looking at her. We've seen her trying to climb out the the window. When you're thinking, well, he could just cut her head off. And he was right there. Yeah. yeah, he was right there, but he doesn't do it then. So he we've it's established this idea that she's going to get killed over and over and over mm-hmm. again, and it doesn't happen. So when it finally does happen, the shock value is is raised because yeah. you're you're like, well, I. I figured she was fine until she had sex. Maybe I, I love, I love the the. She realizes there's fog on the interior of the oh, windows yeah. and the, stops to draw uh, on it. No, she's <laughs> she's like what, yeah. and then death. <laughs> but it, very similar uh, feelings about that uh, the the ghost with the glasses scene. <laughs> Which, oh my god! That, <laughs> which is both hilarious, hilarious and, and brilliant. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Do, anything you like? Uh, 
Okay, now you're acting weird. I I weirded out. Did you get me my beer? Well. <laughs> Fine, you're not going to talk to me. I'm going to call someone who will. <laughs> yeah, that's the... Hmm. <laughs> Never turn your back. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. Ugh. But I love that it's the ghost sheet with the glasses over it. That was some quick thinking on his part. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I have to go upstairs and I don't want her to be immediately freaked out, although I don't know why. He wouldn't want her to uh, there's, there's certainly, with Michael Myers, there seems to be a level of anticipation of the kill that, that yeah. entertains him. The, the cat and mouse game. Yeah. So, I mean, he's been locked away for a really long time. Because that was not how he killed his sister originally. No. That was just death to you because now you've had sex. Mm-hmm. Again, really quick, really bad sex. Yes. If we're going off of that timeline. Yeah, it would be, I mean, the camera's following him and they go upstairs... And then yeah. and by the time he's coming back downstairs, putting his clothes back on. So maybe it's it's retribution for bad sex. Yeah. It might all oh, well, oh. so if they were having good sex, none so of this So it's a, it's a it's an empowerment. It's a feminist kind of thing in that the he's killing these women for having failed to stand up for their own sexuality. They're letting <laughs> they're letting their men get get off and and not not standing up for their own needs. And so Michael Myers is like, you know, no. You you aren't you aren't making sex better for women, so I'm just going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, woman, you had bad sex, so I'm going to kill you too. Mm-hmm. Well, no, because he Seems didn't kill the boyfriend the first time. He didn't kill his sister's boyfriend. His sister's boyfriend leaves. Right. He only kills the. Well, boy he was the he's only time. six years old, you know. Monster. Maybe he doesn't understand cause and effect yet. He, Maybe not. <laughs> no anticipation for that kill either. He just went right in and stabbed yeah. him. Yeah. Or smeared her with red Kool-Aid. I'm not sure what happened. <laughs> Either way, it killed her, so... It did Anaphylaxis kill her. or knives. Yeah. Knives. <laughs> knives. knives. Uh, curse knives. you, cold medicine. <laughs> I'm trying. Uh, an interesting thing, though, uh, going back to the, you know, kind of feminist angle. Um, <laughs> uh, producer Deborah Hill actually wrote the, the dialogue for all the women. And uh, Carpenter, you know, wrote the script for... Uh, the rest of the script, basically so, for Donald Pleasance, because nobody basically else for talks. Donald Pleasance. Um, that the that part, unfortunately, talks. Yeah, that part uh, was offered to a bazillion actors, and Donald the, Pleasance's. Yeah, yeah. They, I think he first tried for like Christopher Lee and uh, Peter Cushing, and you know some of those old horror greats, and they were like, "Oh, not for that money." <laughs> and. And Which Christopher Lee to, apparently regretted a yeah. great deal later. Mm. Yeah. And uh, finally they got somebody cheap enough, and that was Donald Pleasance. I liked him. Oh, Donald Pleasance is great. Um, he's a, a venerable uh, character actor. He, um, like on IMDb, if you look up his record, he has like 234 credits in acting credits. Oh, damn. He was in everything. Uh, and I've never seen him before. That I recognize. Um, if you've watched any of the James Bond movies, he was the first guy who played Blofeld. Yeah, and he was uh, Blofeld. you only lived twice. Yeah, seen it. Yeah, yeah. But not. Yeah, you know the guy with the cat and the scar. Oh, yeah, that was him. Yeah, that was him. Ah, yeah. mm-hmm. oh, I had you no only lived twice, Mister Bond. Yes, <laughs> he gets to say the name of the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, a big deal for any actor in a Bond film. Indeed. To be able and, to say the name of the film. And anybody who's seen The Great Escape, he's also in that. Yeah. Which, which is very interesting because uh, The Great Escape, which is about a pr- uh, prison break, breaking out of a Nazi prisoner of war camp, yeah. uh, he was one of the few people in the cast who actually was in a Nazi prisoner of war camp because he uh, was with the RAF in World War II. He was shot down over France and he was interred in a... German prisoner of war camp on the Baltic Sea. Wow. Random yeah. information that you know. I did, well, I Donald Pleasance is a fascinating, fascinating, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, interesting guy. Actor did a lot of uh, did a lot of amazing stuff and ended up in a lot of these quirky, weird films. Yeah, like like Halloween because he was willing to do it. You know, which is, it's like, it's odd because the same can be said of Christopher Lee, and yet he turned down this role, which is kind of weird. You're like, but Christopher Lee also starred in like 200 some odd movies. Yes. He never said no. Some much cheesier than this. Apparently he did say no. But, uh... Well, and this uh, one, again, wasn't cheesy when it was released. No, it wasn't. It... It, yeah. lo- it loses something only in, through the lens of history. And I mean, mm-hmm. some films do that and some films don't. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's intriguing to see which ones don't manage quite to hold up. 
mm-hmm. that you need to kind of you need to understand it in context. Yeah, and a lot of them, a lot of films that don't hold up don't hold up because that moment in social history has passed. Like uh, you know the 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 thing that is like the moral core of the story is something that no longer happens anymore or right. uh, or they become antiquated because of it, you know racism that wasn't thought of as racism at ah. the time or sexism that wasn't stuff like that whereas this I think I, I mean the technology's old you know nobody has yeah. a dial telephone anymore oh, but other contraire, than my friends my <laughs> parents do <laughs> does it work yeah. <laughs> oh still cool. plugged in That's wow it. yeah i hear but the, i see your point yeah <laughs> yeah i mean the the everything else that is built around it is kind of legit still normal you know it's, people still babysit they still sneak their boyfriends over yeah they're totally. still idiots about popcorn and clothing i mean yeah there's a lot of it that's and still. they still don't make sure the bad guy's dead yeah. In movies? No, they don't. Well, yeah, yeah, apparently mm. in reality. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. I think most bad guys are easier to kill in reality. Uh, in theory. Yeah. I I, except for Rasputin. Rasputin is an Rasputin exception. Rasputin was an exception. Probably all of these slasher films are basing their, their killer on Rasputin. I think he took a knitting needle to the throat? No. Uh, he might have. I, they, they tried <laughs> to kill him. A lot. Yeah, because he was poison shot, strangled, drowned. And I'm missing something. Yeah, but I mean, he. he, What actually killed him? Um, drowning apparently. Drowning because they find that when they dredged him out, he still he had water in his lungs. Yeah, they threw him in the they threw him in the river, which was frozen. Yeah. Uh, And they thought he was dead when they threw him in the river, but apparently he was not yet dead. Yeah. Because he breathed in water. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He was. Um. He was. So you know. And he was played by uh, Doctor Who in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> the nerd is strong. More. Yes. Oh God! You have no idea. Doctor Who. Oh. Uh. Uh. uh Baker. Um, ah, oh. Tom okay. Baker. Yeah. All right. Tom Baker. Tom so, Baker played Rasputin in Nicholas and Alexandra, which is actually quite good. Haven't seen that either. Yeah. So, Melissa... Everybody's uh, forgotten about that movie. Melissa, I need to ask, do you have any more trivia that must be shared? Any more oh. factoids? <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so they, they, they filmed this movie in, like, early summer in Pasadena, California. Yeah, they did, because there was no way that was October. With, yeah, right? Fucking no. Everything's green, 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 and the clearly artificial leaves being blown across every once in a while saying, huh. hey, it's October. I love that, though. I, okay. I could just Isn't see the person on the other side with a fan just going, crumple, crumple. Yep. They, I love that ass. I love that touch. It was so low budget, they had to collect all the leaves after each <laughs> and reuse them. <laughs> That's great. And also, apparently, it was very hard to get pumpkins. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right? I didn't even think about that. Actually having to get pumpkins out of season. And the damn kid crushed one. Yeah, yeah. damn it. Curses oh. on you. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know why he was doing bringing the pumpkin to school. I'm just saying. Where the hell did it come from? He's walking out of class to go home with a with pumpkin. With a pumpkin. <laughs> so the teacher apparently had provided every child with a pumpkin. No, except just the for one. The three bullies who didn't yeah. get provided with a pumpkin. Which therefore. is probably why they're bullies. I mean, if you look back on Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty much ruined their lives not getting that pumpkin. Those pumpkins. A pumpkin. Any pumpkin, really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, apparently there are a few shots where you can even see palm trees. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, damn. I'm yes. to watch it again. <laughs> know, right? Dear listeners, um, the Blu-ray of this movie is actually really nice. It's good quality. Yeah. 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 So you can really see those palm trees if you know where to look. <laughs> I want to watch this with commentary. I want to see what he had to say about it. Uh, Carpenter commentaries are okay. Sometimes he kind of lapses into the describing what's happening on the movie screen, but otherwise... Uh, they're usually okay. It's fun want, hearing him talk about his early filmmaking because a lot of that was just so gonzo and low budget. And mm-hmm. Effective, yeah. though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anything, and then, any commentary he does with Kurt Russell is gold. <laughs> that is aw- awesome. That? Yeah, awesome sauce. <laughs> so then we should talk a little bit about Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Uh, and and before before perhaps we, we, we call it a, a quit. So this mm-hmm. is her first film. Yep. 
Yep. Um, she then appears a few years later. I think her next major film is Trading Places. Yeah. But she's also, I mean, I think Halloween two didn't take didn't come along too far later, and she yeah, because because uh, this movie made a lot of money. <laughs> and her career tracks with Halloween for a while. Yeah, even like twenty years later, because uh, uh, Halloween H two O, she comes back to the Halloween franchise. Yeah, I know, right? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I know, I, I know, right? Sorry, my jaw just hit the floor. Did you say Halloween H two O? I, I, Scout's Honor, it exists. And that wasn't Carpenter, was it? Was oh no, no, it no, was no, Wes no. Craven. No, no, oh. um, goodness, I can't remember who did that one, but uh, Carpenter only did two of the Halloween movies because he did not do the sequel number two but he did come back and do number three which is crazy pants and nothing and, and has, has nothing to do with Michael Myers right because Carpenter's original concept for the Halloween series once the Halloween the first Halloween movie came out he's he wanted to do a series of movies they were all called Halloween or Halloween one two three four but it was an anthology series. He wanted to do like a completely unrelated story for each one. And oh. it would be just a movie that comes out every Halloween. And Which would have been great if yeah. Halloween 2 hadn't been a direct sequel to Halloween. Yeah, because... So yeah. Then, then when yeah. Halloween 3 came out and had nothing to do with Halloween 1 and 2, basically the response was, what the fuck is this? And it, and it is crazy pants. It's delightfully crazy pants. It's about... <laughs> it's about um, a, a mass company that wants to take over the world, and so they have these, uh, like, uh, masks that they uh, distribute for free around the world to kids, and and apparently when a song plays, uh, when the commercial plays on the TV, that masks take over the children, or... I'm not kidding. I believe It's you. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> So other things I'm gonna need to watch. Awesome in a yeah. uh, may want to watch this in an altered state kind of way. It, 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 oh, it is well, it is delightful in many ways, if you're into that sort of thing. Which <laughs> I, am. Which I don't I am. know if I am. I haven't seen it, but I will <laughs> delight in apparently taking Nyquil and watching this movie. <laughs> that, that may be that's so, yes. as altered as my state. <laughs> so Jamie Lee Curtis, she has a long yeah. and storied career, and, uh, and still has film. one. I've still has it. one. She married Christopher Guest. Now of, I'm jealous about that. Of waiting for Guffman and and Princess Bride. Oh, I'm fame. familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and they they apparently are still married. One of the longer relationships in Hollywood. Yep. When did uh, they? get hitched oh i, I, I want to say in the 90s i don't have that information yeah. in front of me at present they've Senator. been long time married and have uh, at least a couple of kids together yeah and then she has moved into writing children's books and mm-hmm. i mean just yeah all sorts of all sorts of cool stuff and this is so it's interesting to go back and watch and she's the only high schooler in the film yeah who's actually high school age indeed she actually still was a teenager making this movie she did amazing. Yeah. And, and she was worried. She was not doing well at all. She was kind of terror- horrified at her acting skills. Like, she wasn't... Was she comparing herself to her campy, campy castmates? I don't, no. <laughs> I don't know, because uh, uh, she finally calmed down when John Carpenter called her the next day, and she's going, oh, shit, I'm fired. And he, go, and he just praises her on the phone. He's like, you're fantastic, you're fantastic. He's like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> I yeah no I yeah I she is great loved her in this mm-hmm. so all right good well I think we're reaching the point where we need to do final thoughts about Halloween so I'm gonna give uh, Susie a minute to think about it because she didn't even know that that was gonna happen and we will go to <laughs> Melissa Melissa final thoughts on Halloween I feel like we already did this because that's when it brought up the leaves uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh oh I should bring up um. All while they were shooting, they never referred to the Michael Myers character as Michael Myers. In the script, on set, everything, they referred to him as The Shape. And even in the credits of the film, he's credited as The Shape. Nick Castle is credited as The Shape. So, um, yeah, and Nick Castle, by the way, was just a, a crew member who was just kind of watching the movie being filmed and they pulled him aside and they said, you're tall. And they slapped a mask on him and put some coveralls on him. It's like, you're the killer. He's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Was it actually him breathing into the mask? Um, that is I a think so. very specific sound. If you've ever yeah. worn a wraparound mask like that that it, I don't know if it's him be. or not I mean that's that's fo- that's be. that's post-production I mean, fully works so it is but you know he was cheap you know he wasn't a pig. yeah, yeah. well a real actor 
<laughs> but that was a, another nice touch the carpenter did with mm-hmm. the the breathing yeah. into the mask. Just what there's a Bugs certain... Bunny actually eating a damn carrot, even though he hated them. Like that noise. Yeah, Mel Blanc would, would eat yeah. would eat carrots and then spit them out That's when he was playing Bugs Bunny. Touches yeah. like carrots. That mm-hmm. I am always pleased with those, and I was impressed. Although the the mask breathing creeps me the fuck out. Huh. Uh, I thought it was a nice touch. Yeah, there's a certain claustrophobia to that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, it's, the, the it's ending great. where all you hear is the breathing. No, thank you. Yeah, the stuff that really works about this movie yeah, is the small stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see why it's uh, mm-hmm. made so much money. Mm-hmm. So, Susie, final thought. Um, five out of seven would rent again. Okay. There you go. Five out of seven would. Yeah, I'm just going to uh, point out the use of first person, mm-hmm. which I think is very interesting. Uh, in you know, The opening sequence is entirely first person, and it goes back to that a lot, mm-hmm. uh, using, using the camera to represent Michael Myers. And it's always Michael Myers. It's never any other character that the right. camera represents only Michael Myers which is interesting that he makes the decision to make our point of view of the story uh, the killer yeah uh, so anyway uh, with that uh, we mentioned earlier our next our next uh, recording dear listeners is going to be uh, the shining. We are going to watch The Shining. The Shining. The Shining. <laughs> I should also apologize because we did not. We said we were going to do Bringing Up Baby, and we did Bringing Up Baby, but there was some horrible, horrible recording issues with uh, the mm-hmm. Bringing Up Baby episode. So uh, we didn't ended up uh, not posting it, although we may we may make it available on the website because it sounds uh, oh god awful. So yeah, we, there's this weird stuttering thing going yeah. on with the audio, which is really unfortunate. Yeah, but we watched Bringing Up Baby, and Don and Amy loved it. So yeah. uh, Angela, excuse me, Don and Angela loved it. So uh, there you go. Uh, that's that's it in a nutshell, and I'll probably put it up, but you're gonna have to really bear with it because there's a lot of stuttering. It's yeah. not not fun to listen to. But anyway, yeah. we'll uh, figure it. we'll figure out something. Thank something. you uh, again to our guest Suzanne Becker for watching Halloween with us. Yeah. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. That was great. Thanks for having me. And we'll be back for the Shinin. We hope you enjoyed our film fixation. We'll see you next time on a real education. Dee, dee.